Chapter Six of the Full Blessing of Pentecost by Andrew Murray. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christopher Smith. How it is obtained by us. Be not drunken with wine, wherein is riot, but be filled with the Spirit. Ephesians chapter five verse eighteen. The command to be filled with the Spirit is just as peremptory as the prohibition not to be drunken with wine. As truly as we are not at liberty to be guilty of the vice, are we bound not to be disobedient to the positive injunction. The same God who calls upon us to live in sobriety urges us with equal earnestness to be filled with the Spirit. His command is tantamount to a promise a sure pledge that he himself will give what he would fain see us possess with full confidence in this fact let us in all simplicity ask for the way in which in this respect we should live in the will of god as those who would be filled with the spirit i desire now to suggest to those who really long for this blessing some directions whereby they may obtain what is prepared for them One the full blessing of pentecost is the inheritance of all the children of god this is the first principle we have to enunciate there are many of god's children who do not fully believe this they imagine that the day of pentecost was only the birthday feast of the church and that it was thus a time of blessing and of power which was not destined to endure they do not reflect on the command to be filled with the spirit the result is that they never with earnestness seek to receive the full blessing. They take their ease and remain content with the weak and defective life in which the church of the day exists. Is not this the case with you, my reader? Far be it from us. In order to carry on her work in the world, the church requires the full blessing. To please your Lord and to live a life of holiness and joy and power you too have need of it to manifest his presence and indwelling and glory in you jesus counts it necessary that you should be filled with the spirit believe firmly that the full blessing of pentecost is a sacred reality a child of god may and must have it take time to contemplate it and to suffer yourself to be fully possessed by the thought of its glorious significance and power a firm confidence that the blessing is actually within our reach is the first step towards obtaining it and a powerful impulse in the pursuit. 2. I do not as yet have this blessing. This is the second step towards it. You may perhaps put the question why it should be necessary to cherish this conviction. I will tell you briefly the reasons why I consider it of importance the first is that there are many christians who think that they already have the holy spirit and that all they require is to be more faithful in the endeavour to know and to obey him they think that they are already standing in god's grace and that they only need to make a better use of the life they possess they imagine that they have all that is necessary for continued growth on the contrary it is my deep conviction that such souls are in a sickly state and that they have need of a healing as divine and effective as that which the blind and lame received from the lord on earth 
accordingly just as the first condition of my recovery from disease is the knowledge that i am sick so it is absolutely necessary for them to discover and acknowledge that they do not live the life of pentecost that they do not walk in the fullness and joy of the spirit that they do not possess the full blessing which is indispensable for them if they are to please god in everything once this first conviction is made thoroughly clear to them they will be prepared for another consideration namely that they ought to acknowledge the guiltiness of their condition they ought to see that if they have not yet rendered obedience to the command to be filled with the spirit this defect is to be ascribed to sluggishness and self-satisfaction and unbelief they should be induced to acknowledge with shame that they have despised what god had prepared for them when once the confession that they have not yet received the full blessing is deeply rooted in them there will spring from it a stronger impulse to attain to it take then this thought and let it work in you with power no it is true that i do not as yet have the full blessing three the thought that will come next in succession is this blessing is for me i have spoken of those who suppose that the full blessing of pentecost was only for the first christian community there are others who are willing enough to acknowledge that it was intended also for the church of later times but still think that all are not entitled to expect it eminent believers the leaders of the church and such as have much leisure and abundant opportunity to occupy their minds with such attainments may well cherish the hope of receiving this blessing but it is not to be expected by ordinary members of the churches any one of these might quite reasonably say my unfavourable circumstances my unfortunate disposition my lack of real ability and similar difficulties make it impossible for me to realise this ideal god will not expect this at my hands he has not destined me to obtain it o oh, soul do not permit yourself to be deceived by such shallow views all the members of a body even to the very least must be healthy before the body as a whole can be healthy the indwelling the fullness of the spirit is nothing but the entire healthfulness of the body of christ be assured that even though you are actually the most insignificant member of it the blessing is for you in your own little measure you can at least be full in this respect the father makes no exceptions a great distinction doubtless prevails in point of gifts and calling and circumstances but there can be no distinction in the love of the father and his desire to see every one of his children in full health and in the full enjoyment of the spirit of adoption learn then to express and to repeat over again the conviction this blessing is for me my father desires to have me that he may fill me with his spirit the blessing lies before me to be taken with my full consent i will no longer despise by unbelief what falls to me as my birthright with my whole heart i will say this blessing is for me for i cannot grasp this blessing in my own power whenever a christian begins to strive for this blessing he generally makes a variety of efforts to reach after the faith and obedience and humility and submission which are the conditions of obtaining it then when he does not succeed he is tempted to blame himself and if he does not become utterly discouraged he rouses himself to still stronger effort and greater zeal 
all this struggling is not without its value and its use it has its use however in other ways than are commonly anticipated it does the very work that the law does that is to say it brings us to the knowledge of our entire impotence it leads us to that despair of ourselves in which we become willing to give god the place that belongs to him this lesson is entirely indispensable i can neither bestow this blessing on myself nor take it it is god alone that must work it in me the blessing of pentecost is a supernatural gift a wonderful act of god in the soul the life of god in every soul is just as truly a work of god as when that life was first manifested in jesus christ a christian can do as little to bring the full life of the spirit to fruition in his soul as the virgin mary did to conceive her supernatural child like her he can only receive it as a gift of god the impartation of this heavenly blessing is as entirely an act of god as the resurrection of christ from the dead was his divine work as christ jesus had wholly and entirely to go down unto death and lay aside utterly the life he had in order to receive a new life from god so must the believer abandon all power and hope of his own to receive this full blessing as a free gift of divine omnipotence this acknowledgment of our utter impotence this descent into true self-despair is indispensable if we would enjoy this supreme blessing five i must have this blessing at any cost to get possession of the pearl of great price the merchant man had to sell all that he had the full blessing of pentecost is to be obtained at no smaller price he that would have it must sell all must forsake all sin to its smallest item the love of the world in its most innocent forms self-will in its simplest and most natural expressions every faculty of our nature every moment of our life every pleasure that feeds our self-complacency every exercise of our body soul and spirit all must be surrendered to the power of the spirit of god in nothing can independent control or independent force have a place everything everything i say must be under the leading of the spirit one must indeed say cost what it may i am determined to have this blessing only the vessel that is utterly empty of everything can be filled and overflow with this living water we know that there is oftentimes a great gulf betwixt the will and the deed even when god has wrought the willing the doing does not always come at once but it will come wherever a man surrenders himself to the will which god has wrought and openly expresses his consent in the presence of god this accordingly is what must be done by the soul who intends to be sincerely ready to part with everything even though he feels that he has no power to accomplish it the selling price is not always paid at the moment nevertheless the purchaser may become the possessor as soon as the sale is concluded and security is given for the payment o oh, my brother this very day speak the word cost what it may i will have this blessing jesus is surety that you will have power to abandon everything express your decision in the presence of god with confidence and perseverance repeat it before your own conscience and say i am a purchaser of the pearl of great price 
i have offered everything to obtain the full blessing of pentecost i have said to god that i must i will have it by this decision i abide i must i will have it six in faith that god accepts my surrender and bestows this blessing upon me i appropriate it for myself there is a great difference betwixt the appropriation of a blessing by faith and the actual experience of it it is because christians do not understand this that they often become discouraged when they do not at once experience the feeling and the enjoyment of what is promised them whenever in response to the offer of christ you have said that you forsake all and count it but loss for the full blessing of pentecost then from that moment you have to believe that he receives your offer and that he bestows upon you the fullness of the spirit yet it may easily be that you cannot at that crisis trace any marked change in your experience it is as if everything in you remained in its old condition now however is just the very time to persevere in faith learn by faith to be as sure as if you had seen it written in heaven that god has accepted your surrender of everything as a certain and complete transaction in this faith look upon yourself as a man who is known to god as one that has sold everything to obtain this heavenly treasure believe that god has in heaven bestowed upon you the fullness of the spirit in this faith regard yourself as on the way to knowing the full blessing also in feeling and experience believe that god will order this blessing to break forth and be revealed in you in this faith let your life be a life of joyful thanksgiving and expectation god will not disappoint you seven now i count upon god and wait upon him to reveal truly within me the blessing which he has bestowed upon me faith must lead me to the actual inheritance of the promise to the experience and enjoyment of it do not rest content with a belief that does not lead to experience rest in god by faith in the full assurance that he can make himself known to you in a manner that is truly divine at times the whole process may appear to you too great and too wonderful and really impossible be not afraid the more clearly you discern the amazing elements in the fact that you on your part have said to the eternal holy god that he on his part may have you to make you full of his holy spirit here on earth the more shall you feel what a miracle of the grace of god it must be there may be in you things you are not aware of which hinder the breaking forth of the blessing god is bent on putting them aside let them be consumed in the fire of strong burning desire let them be annihilated in the flame of god's countenance and his love let your expectation be fixed upon the lord your god he who in a frail woman revealed the divine life in the infant jesus he that raised up the dead jesus to the life of glory he can he will indeed just as miraculously bring this heavenly blessing to fruition in you so that you may be filled with the holy spirit and that you may know not by reasoning but by experience that you have actually received the holy spirit beloved brother thou who readest all this give answer i entreat thee to the summons i bring thee god promises god desires to make you full of the holy spirit he would fain have your whole nature and life under the power of the holy spirit 
He asks if you on your part are willing, if you really desire to have it. Pray let there be in your answer no uncertain sound, but let all that is within you cry out, Yea, Lord, with all my heart. Let this promise of your God become the chief element in your life, the most precious, the chief, the only thing you seek. Do not be content to think and pray over it, but this very day enter into a transaction and a compact with God that will admit of no doubt concerning the choice you have made. When once you have made this choice, cleave firmly to what is the chief element in it, namely the faith that expects this blessing as a miracle of divine omnipotence. The more earnestly you exercise that faith, the more will it teach you that your heart must be entirely emptied of everything and set free from every fetter to be filled with the Spirit, to be occupied by the indwelling Christ. Contemplate yourself in faith as a man betwixt whom and God a firm compact has been made that you must receive the full blessing. You may take it for granted that it will surely come. Amen. End of chapter 6